You are listening to A Path to a New You, a podcast about mental health and veterans' issues. I am your host, Timothy Zaromsky. I am a therapist located in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm a veteran. I served in the United States Navy from 2001 to 2009. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, and Amazon Music. I'm also planning on putting on other platforms as well sooner than later. I also have a Facebook page called The Path to a New You, where I post information on self-care, mental health situations, veteran issues as well. I'll also post a link to this podcast so that those who do not have it yet can actually find it easily with my link. If you can like it, like my Facebook page, and follow, I'd really appreciate it. Also, when you're done listening to this episode, can you please rate it? And please leave a review. I'm trying to get more people to leave reviews and rate it so then it can get up. The podcast can go up in the standings, I guess you get, I guess you can say. I guess the higher the rating, the more available it is or something there's something to do with ratings and all that stuff i know i've seen a few ratings and i appreciate those who have rated and reviewed my podcast i do really appreciate that this podcast is sponsored by new beginnings counseling llc a veteran owned private practice they currently see patients uh, via zoom so through like telehealth they do not have a wait list at the moment. Uh, they are currently private pay and will work with you if you can't afford what they charge. We specialize in anger management, PTSD, depression, anxiety, and addiction. You can call or text them, or actually me, because I am the one who runs New Beginnings Counseling, at 608 571 3896. If you have questions or you'd like to know more about my practice or if you'd like to um, schedule a session, again, that number is 608-571-3896. I also have a Facebook page for my practice, New Beginnings Counseling, LLC, where you can reach me there via messenger messenger as well. I also post self-care veteran issues, and mental health stuff on there as well. I'll also post a link to my podcast. I'm trying to get my podcast out there, trying to get more people to listen. Anyway, it is October 10th, which means it is World Mental Health Day. Every October 10th, we celebrate Mental Health, World Mental Health Day. So today's topic... I want to talk about. I saw an interesting article a couple of days ago. I thought it'd be really interesting. It's it's related to PTSD and like types of treatments for PTSD. Um, I saw an interesting article saying how mixed martial arts and yoga could help with PTSD and depression. So I kind of want to talk about that today. Um, I guess before I started i also want to mention i'm still looking for guests for this show as well 
Um, I have a couple of guests coming up. I had one a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, I have a couple guests coming up. One's going to be in November. Another one's going to be in January. And I'm trying to get more people, more guests involved. So I'm not the only one that's talking. So I want to get that out. If you know anybody or you yourself, you're either a veteran, you work in the mental health field, and you specialize in a certain top situation or issue of mental health, or you own a nonprofit that is run for veterans, or, or if you're a veteran and you owned own a nonprofit or own a business and you want to get your name out there, uh, you can reach me at um, my Facebook page, A Path to New You. You can reach out to me there via Messenger. Or again, you can actually just text me to my number, 608-571-3896. And if you'd like to be on my podcast, um, that'd be great. And we can discuss what you want to talk about and we can set it up. So I want to get that before we started. So again, today's topic is on mixed martial arts or MMA and yoga and how it could help with PTSD and depression. So before we get into all that, I kind of want to discuss what what is uh, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. I want to talk about, about it a little bit. Um, so some of you who are listening don't know exactly what PTSD is, or you've heard of it and you just don't know what it entails, I guess. So anyway, post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD for short, is a psychiatric disorder that may occur in people who have experienced or witnessed a traumatic event, series of events, or a certain circum- or set of circumstances. Um, an individual may experience this as emotionally or physically harmful or life-threatening and may affect the mental, physical, social, and or spiritual well-being. Examples could include something like natural disasters like hurricanes, tornadoes, serious accidents which involve like deaths, terrorist attacks, war, combat, uh, sexual assaults, rape, uh, intimate partner violence, and even bullying if it's done long enough. Uh, PTSD does not just happen to combat veterans. PTSD can occur in all people and everybody of any ethnicity, nationality, or culture, and at any age as well. PTSD affects approximately 3.5% of U.S. adults every year. The lifetime prevalence of PTSD in adolescents ages 13 to 18 is 8%. An estimate 1 in 11 people with a diagnosis with PTSD in their lifetime. Let me say that again. An estimate of 1 in 11 people, 1 in every 11 people, will be diagnosed with PTSD in their lifetime. Women are twice as likely as men to have PTSD. You know, one thing I want to point out or mention is it seems like every time we talk about a mental health disorder or anything related to mental health, it seems like women are twice as likely for that, for that to happen to them. Again, I want to mention 
Women are twice as likely as men to have PTSD. Three ethnic groups, um, U.S., Latinos, African Americans, Native Americans or Alaska Natives are disappropriately affected and have higher rates of PTSD than non-Latino males, whites, non-Latino whites. I can't read today for some reason. So a lot of this information I'm getting online. I'm just gathering your information before I do this podcast, this episode. People with PTSD have intense, disturbing thoughts and feelings related to the experience that lasts long after the traumatic event has ended. They may live the event through flashbacks or nightmares. They may feel sadness, fear, or anger, and they may feel detached or estranged from other people. People with PTSD may avoid situations or people that remind them of the traumatic event. And they may have strong negative reactions to something as ordinary as a loud noise or an accidental touch. So, um, fireworks, hear loud bang, someone could jump. But they jump because they're like, didn't know it happened, and they're just, um, did a reaction because they're used to that noise, like, pow, and then they jump. A diagnosis of PTSD requires exposure to an upsetting traumatic event. Exposure includes directly experiencing events, like that person directly experiences it, witnessing a traumatic event happening to others, or learning that a traumatic event happened to a close family member or a friend. So let me read that again. A diagnosis of PTSD requires exposure to an upsetting traumatic event. Exposure includes directly experiencing an event, witnessing a traumatic event happening to others, or learning that a traumatic event happened to a close family member or friend. And uh, so that's how they're diagnosed with PTSD. There are some treatments for PTSD. I'm just going to go over a couple of them. I'll go more into these types of treatment in a different episode. Um, But I just wanted to list a few of them all. Um, There's other types of treatments. Talk therapy is the most common one. Different types of talk therapy could be cognitive behavioral therapy, prolonged exposure therapy. Eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing, or DM, EMDR, has become more popular. Or even, um, there's a few other ones too that are more popular. Group therapy um, is another one. A group therapy is more when um, there's a group of people who have, like, the same experience or who have PTSD and there's a facilitator like a therapist who would who discuss uh, who would talk and then these other people who relate to everyone uh, would discuss 
and um, come up with other ideas of how they cope with different things. Uh, I could talk about that, those type of ther talk therapies in a later episode. I'll go more in depth. And right now, like I'm saying, I'm just giving a little um, background of different types of treatment for PTSD. There's also medications used as well. Um, yeah, so that's some, some of the basic treatments on uh, today. Like I mentioned, I want to talk about uh, mixed martial arts and yoga and how that would help someone with PTSD and depression. I'm going to talk more about the PTSD part. So we're going to talk about that. So we're talking about uh, the different types of treatments of um, PTSD today. I want to talk about mixed martial arts and yoga could help with PTSD as well as depression. Now, depression is also a symptom of PTSD, so this kind of correlates with each other. So the treatment I talked about earlier, like the medication, talk therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy and stuff like that, that can be really expensive, especially if you don't have insurance. Um, if you're a if you uh, if you're a veteran, you got benefits. You know the government's got to be paying for your, uh, your therapist and all that stuff. So there's other types of treatments that could be less expensive, um, and also non tradition non traditional alternatives, such as mixed martial arts, um, or MMA, maybe a um, Maybe one of those. Um, I know mixed martial arts has become more popular throughout the years, especially now with um, see people doing karate and U even UFC. UFC has gotten really popular in that in the last like five years. Um, it's been really one of the hottest sports. Actually, more people are watching it. More people are joining those gyms that are. Uh, um, MMA gyms and whatnot. It is also one of those that's been accepting from the military ranks. Like in the Army and uh, Marine Corps, uh, some of their boot camp stuff they do is you know, they're fighting with the MMA style fighting. And so it's acceptable and it's something that the uh, Army and Marine Corps do. And it's also competitive, which, you know, being in the military, you know, we're really competitive. So it's one of those I'm talking about. Um, it's also believed that the MMA also boosts, uh, increases their self-esteem, self-worth, and social connectiveness. Since you're meeting new people, you know, and you meet new people, which is great for someone who's actually been diagnosed with any of this or, you know, meeting new people who actually may have the same illness as you may, you know, get a connection. Another one I want to talk about is yoga. Yoga has been shown to help troops recover from a variety of psychological problems, 
particularly PTSD. Yoga is an ancient practice, been around for years, that combines controlled breathing, meditation, and different bodily postures to induce a sense of spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. You can kind of say it's kind of like um, meditation as well, but you're also doing these different poses. It's like being self-aware too, you know, it's mindfulness. It is believed that yoga combats psychological distress by bringing a person's quote-unquote flight or flight response back into balance. And I can personally say that because I just recently started doing yoga probably about a couple months ago. Um, I always thought about doing it. <clears throat> I was telling myself, kept telling myself, no, it's okay. You know, I do I do stretching after work at my workouts, and I do stretching during my recovery days. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try yoga. My balance is not that great, but, you know, there's uh, – I just do whatever I can do. And, you know what? It's helped me a lot with – um my uh, hamstrings and all that, and it's also helped me with my mental health, too. Yoga also helps those suffering from PTSD, like I just mentioned, uh, fend off their distressing thoughts associated with trauma. Disturbing memories are among the hallmark symptoms of PTSD. Through meditation and relaxation, a person with PTSD can redirect his or her thoughts and prevent negative emotions from occurring. That's one of the things too about yoga is your um, your emotions might come out, and sometimes the yoga instructor will tell you, you know what, you might your emotions might come out due to the fact that you're, I guess you're in the moment. Uh, I can tell you right now, it's happened to me once or twice. But yeah, it's uh, yoga and mixed martial arts is an alternative to your um, medications, uh, talk therapy. I'm not saying you shouldn't do uh, talk therapy or uh, use medications. It's up to your primary care doctor or your therapist, and you can talk to your therapist about it, but they could also. You can also add MMA and yoga to your treatment. Um, I'm not sure if the VA, uh, they they might have, I think they do have yoga classes. Um, some of the MMA gyms actually might have discounts for uh, veterans and military as well. I know a lot of the gyms, local gyms here, do have some sort of military, police, first responder uh, discounts too. So you just always talking is no doesn't hurt to ask right there's many benefits uh, to mma and uh, i just want to talk about a couple more um there's four different ones i just want to kind of talk about a little bit um it improves your sleep martial arts dispersed to the training of both mind and body like i mentioned uh, many trauma survivors are struggling with PTSD and insomnia. So those who are struggling with PTSD also might struggle with insomnia. They can't sleep. You know, they tried everything too. They've taken medications for sleep. 
Um, so they often feel tired because they're not getting enough sleep. Yet they have problems falling asleep or staying asleep for more than just an hour, a couple hours. You know, they might be able to fall asleep and then they wake up, you know, due to maybe a nightmare or something. And then they're then they can't get back to sleep. Martial arts actually achieves the calming effect in two ways. Uh, the first one, reestablishing reestablishing the mind body connection. I did talk about that earlier. Um, second one, the meditative aspect of practicing martial arts can help achieve mindfulness and overcome trauma. Physical exercise by itself is beneficial as it promotes sleep as well. I know a few people who actually work out at nights right before they go to bed and actually helps them fall asleep. It also improves their mental health overall. Uh, due to the working out, due to the exercising, it helps you make, it makes you feel better. It helps you feel better. You feel like you've done something. Um, it can name the outcome may not be the same for everyone. Um, for example, myself, you know, if I work out at night, late at night, I will not be able to, to fall asleep. Hence, that's why I work out in the morning. For some people, if they work out at night, they can still fall asleep. It just all depends on the person. Those are just a few of the um, the uh, advantages. I guess you can say advantages of um, mixed martial arts and yoga. You know, after I'm doing a yoga session, I feel much better. I feel calm. I feel relaxed. Um, mixed martial arts, I haven't done anything like that. But karate and all that stuff, I know people who've done it. And they say they feel better after doing a, I don't know what you call it. I don't call it a session for mixed martial arts. But if you go in for 20 minutes and you, for 30 minutes and you work out in an MA gym, you feel like you're, um, like you've done something and you also get to meet, meet new people as well which is great if you have any questions about the topic i just talked about uh please reach out <clears throat> again you can reach out through my facebook page a path to a new you you can message me there or when i post a link to this podcast to this episode of this podcast you can actually comment below and I'd be glad to like answer questions either via comments or I can also do like an episode where I'm answering questions from people who have questions about this episode. Or I could do it before I do the uh, the next episode or I can have it at the beginning of the episode and then talk about the new topic at, after I answer the questions. So again, uh, please like and follow my Facebook page, A Path to a New You. Uh, please follow. Please share the page, too, so more people see it. Um, please listen to my episodes. I've been doing this since last November. I try to do an episode a week. Sometimes it's every other week. Sometimes it's once a month. I know earlier I was busy, so I only did like an episode. One episode it took me a month to do an episode, but I'm trying to do one every week. 
Um, depending on the day, you know, usually I've been doing it on Tuesdays, but I can do it pretty much any day of the week. Um, if you if you or you know someone who'd like to be a guest on my show, uh, please reach out um, via my Facebook page, Path to New You. Or you can send me a text, uh, 608-571-3896. Send me a message on there. Leave me a voicemail or something saying, hey, I'd like to be a guest on your show. Or I know someone who'd like to be a guest on your show. Just reach out to me. I'll reach out to them. I'll reach out to you. Um, like I said, it's a podcast, so I can pretty much do it anytime, anywhere. I do use a Zoom link. For my guests, so you don't have to come to me. I don't have to come to you. I can just send you the Zoom link, and we do it like that. Um, I've already had a couple guests on this show, on this podcast. I had one a couple of weeks ago. She was from California, so you know, just a little time difference. We kind of worked on the time difference, which wasn't too bad. And I've had people listen to that episode. And they said she was really informative, so. I appreciate her being on the show. I have another uh, guest coming in in November. Um, She'll be talking about hoarding. Uh, That should be really interesting. Uh, That's one of her um, specialties. She specializes in hoarding. Um, Also, there's another guest I'm going to have on. Coming in January, she's going to be talking about perfectionism. So I think that's going to be really good. Both of those, I know those people pretty well. I've talked to them quite a bit. And then I have a couple other people in mind, too, uh, to reach out. I know a lot of people know. People know about the VFW, but they don't know what's inside the VFW, what what goes inside the VFW. And there's other departments within the VFW. So... I'm actually going to have someone, possibly November, December, depending when she's available, but she is the president of the auxiliary department of the VFW here in Madison, uh, post 7591, where I'm a member of. So I'm going to have questions for her so people know more about, hey, what goes inside the VFW? What department? What does your apartment do for the VFW? Because the auxiliary department is apartment within the VFW, and they do a lot for the VFW. And I cannot wait for her to be a guest on my show. So again, I'll be post asking people to ask if they have questions about that down the road, like I did with the guest I did a couple weeks ago, where I posted, hey, on my Facebook page, I posted, I was going to have a guest on the show. She specializes in this. What questions do you have? I think people, I think I had about eight questions on there. Anyway, I'm going to do about the same for every guest I have and give them the questions ahead of time. So I'm looking forward to more episodes and I'm looking forward to having more guests on the show. It'll be fun. And, uh, Anyway, if you could, please, if after listening to this episode, if you could please rate it and have a review, I'd appreciate it. Again, you can find this, A Path to a New You. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, 
and Amazon Music, and it's all free. You can listen to my podcast for free. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great rest of the day, and be safe and be well.